Hello and welcome to a very special Minnesota of That's Rich, the only podcast charting the insanity of the hyper-rich from the worst tech billionaire memes to lobster racing Victorian queens. We will not rest until we drill into what's going on up in their domes. I'm Daniel McKeown and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Rory Kelly. Hello, nice to be here. Uh, if you're... If you've listened to this show before, you'll know that we drill into usually a, a person each week that we expand upon. For this special minisode, you may be aware that after inciting a riot at the Capitol, two impeachments and winning the world's oddest bloke award, Donald Trump has finally left the White House with a, and with a chaotic four years behind him. Uh, Hamilton fans are settling into renewed cognitive dissonance in the hope that things like Cage Kids, QAnon and no relief funds just sort of go away. Uh, but... <laughs> Trump had one last flash of unscrupulousness in his list of pardons that he gave out to people who had brushes with the law. And we're about to just sort of pick out some of the finer points of this. Firstly, though, I do want to mention just how weird the pardoning system is. (laughs) Um, It's completely insane. I I do not know how the system exists. This is the most power you could afford a single individual in any political system. Yeah, it makes no sense that, oh, just before you go, you you know do you want to just completely decimate law and order? Do you want to just complete? Do you want to have your like emperor moment just real quick? Yeah, right real like signorial. He could let anyone out. He could he could free anyone he liked as like a treat. Yeah, it's like exactly. a little. It's like you've been you've done great democracy so far, but we really need you to kick it off. And, he could release like, golden go. tickets throughout the prison system and give away five pardons <laughs> to people who got it right. Go crazy. Go nuts. You know, let yourself have this one. Exactly. We, we, you, get out there, get, you won't do it again. You won't get another chance of this. Exactly. So. <laughs> That's why I'm glad we're talking about this because a lot of people are doing their, uh, you know, their post-Trump uh, biopsies and trying to figure out what this era meant and everything. And mm-hmm. I mean, we'll, we'll doubtless be talking about it for the rest of our lives. But Certainly, I think uh, the bit of the presidency where he gets to give, you know, a whole pass to any dickhead he likes is probably the perfect Trump thing. I mean, this is exactly what yeah. better a test of a man's character than uh, who he gets to save from the rope. Oh, I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised. <laughs> Um, looking through the list, as I have done on with, through uh, the Independence ranking, the New York Times ranking, and the Guardian's ranking, it is weird. He's actually picked out my like celebrity dinner party list it's really <laughs> weird that's what all the people i was like he's freed them all all right we can hang we can just get this going that's crazy because it's my five-a-side football team um okay um, <laughs> <laughs> it's my dream you want, you want bannon on that team i don't think his i don't think his heart's bannon, gonna hold out yeah ooh, ooh, yeah hmm. bannon goes in goal i think uh, yeah, uh, Stone is in good shape, if I remember Roger Stone. Stone, um, Stone's defense, but he's like a messy defense. Stone, basically, Stone fouls. Stone bites people. I, <laughs> I let him bite anyone on the. It's, uh, it's special five side where we can bite. There's biting allowed. <laughs> his goal, his goal is to bite as many people before he gets a red card. <laughs> <laughs> just take as many chunks. Look at his teeth. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't want Roger Stone's chomp. Whose lobe can I rip off? How many lobes can I have between my gums by the time the referee gets over him? Is a necklace made of lobes. Um, so basically, the way it works is the Supreme Court has ruled that the Constitution gives presidents unlimited authority to grant pardons which excuse or forgive a federal crime. A a commutation, by contrast, makes a punishment uh, milder without wiping out the underlying conviction. So that's like a diet one. He's just like, I'll take, take, take the take the heat off which is just nuts that's yeah. nowhere else yeah. 
right? It's, it's, it's to be clear, to be well, you, there are different pardoning powers that that can be. You know, uh, you can pardon someone by act of parliament. I think in the UK, um, you can pardon people posthumously. Oscar Wilde was uh, was pardoned a few years ago for you know the yeah. crimes that he was convicted for in in the by the UK Parliament. Not but but not just by the Prime Minister at like whim, but also that's the crazy thing about pardons is it actually means that you are not guilty. You're right. It doesn't commute the sentence. It doesn't just say, oh, you can <laughs> you know, rewritten the record. They are no yeah. longer guilty. It's, it's completely amazing. It's- well, just, uh, we mentioned a couple of uh, Trump's old cronies that, of course, we were, like, waiting for him to do this. I'm so surprised he didn't even pardon, pardon himself. I really wanted him to do that because it's such, it's so choice. <laughs> It's it's a be the perfect move. The perfect move. He, the man who's he, probably spent the most time trying to actually, as a ch- uh, you know, suck his own dick. Constitutional <laughs> 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 authority. He thinks it's a sign of weakness to have a rib removed too. Like he could do it, but he's like, no, 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 no. no. I will do it. I will. I will bend my. I will bend bone. <laughs> but a few people who did get it was, as we mentioned, Steve Bannon, wannabe world devourer and living prolapse. Uh, he was His crime was that he was working with a wounded Air Force veteran and a Florida venture capitalist uh, and conspired to cheat hundreds of thousands of donors by falsely promising that their money had been set aside for new sections of wall, <laughs> which is like, it sounds like a Tom Sawyer. <laughs> it really does. It really is. Um, that's what's great about Steve Bannon is that uh, he he was billed as this master strategist and this uh, political high profile political grifter but yeah i mean he's essentially a hobo from a yeah from a twain novel who's <laughs> like yeah it's so odd i'll, uh, um, and I'll cut the tips off your gloves and give you fingerless gloves for <laughs> <laughs> like every hustle is tiny you know uh there's also similar villain energy roger stone jr bon vivant and first draft megamind character was also uh given a pardon he was uh convicted in november 2019 on seven counts of lying to congress witness tampering and obstructing the house inquiry into possible trump coordination with russia he was actually no he's like a gent because he actually thanked trump personally at a west palm beach golf club which you just don't see that's class you know, yeah. All the I other lepers, none of the other lepers came back. <laughs> it's just funny. I think the, those two guys—they grew up looking like villains, so they just became villains. I think it was just like they couldn't get I away know. from it. You couldn't get more if you put Trump, Bannon, and Stone in a room together. You'd have a sort of boy band comprised of Bond villains. I mean, they look—they look like they kind of look like they were. No, that's what it is. You know how, like, uh, you know how the Fantastic Four. Uh, get hit by radiation, <laughs> and they they all get different powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they, you know, one of them becomes stretchy, one of them becomes on fire, one of them becomes rocks. Mm-hmm. They all look like different versions of like radioactive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Like Roger Stone is like this peroxide. Yeah, like, goblin who looks like he's all sinew mm-hmm. and and muscle. Oh, yeah, Trump is just like a blob, and yeah, you know, Steve Bannon looks like uh, you know, he lint rolls his skin every morning. Like they all have their own. Kind Describe of. the Fantastic Four in the worst way. You made it sound so shit. Like one of them's rocks and one of them's stretchy. It's that's correct. Yeah, it's not. It's that's not wrong. Yeah, no, I'm not getting. It's not wrong. One of them is rocks. That's <laughs> he's rocks now. Okay, he's right. He went to space and now he's rock. He's orange <laughs> rocks. Um, it's a bit like that old riddle of you know you have a fox, a rabbit, and and another thing, and you have to get them across the river. How do you get? And each is Bannon, Stone, and Trump would eat each other. <laughs> you just don't know. Trump can't eat Stone because Stone is like 
he's like he's like got a big olive pip inside like trump couldn't digest mm-hmm. that like <laughs> that's his spleen or something like that. yeah it's like yeah he's like he's got like hard gristle mm. in him but yeah a couple other people that were given a given the lift off were basically mostly in embroiled in the Mueller report and with with ties to russia the likes of um uh, Michael Flynn, George Papadopoulos, Alex Van der Swan, and uh, also the likes of Paul Manafort, Charles Kushner, and a friend of uh, Jared Kushner, Ken Curson, was uh, charged with in October with cyber stalking during a heated divorce. <laughs> <laughs> cyber stalking during a heated. Which is really com- somehow combines the two energies of you know frat guy to divorced guy. Of like asking yeah, your dad yeah, yeah, yeah. to get you out of this, but it's actually like a really rough thing. And also, weirdly enough, someone else who made an appearance was Rod Blagojevic, who was a for- the former Democratic governor of Illinois and a contestant on Mr. Trump's Celebrity Apprentice. The Kushner one is interesting, just for, just for anyone who doesn't know, this is just a small detail. But Jared Kushner's dad uh, was convicted uh, years ago of uh... it was of in 2005 for preparing false tax returns witness retaliation and making false statements to the federal election committee indeed witness retaliation including against his own family uh, who he had bugged um, while the while the whole uh, while the business was falling apart um, he's definitely guilty and Jared Kushner was furious about this and it's kind of it's kind of Jared Kushner Jared Kushner's rosebud, really. Uh, he spent a long time trying <laughs> yeah, to get yeah. Taz uh, off on that. It's his weird uh, supervillain origin story. It's the reason that Chris Christie, who was the district attorney who actually prosecuted his father, was boxed out of the Trump mm. administration. He finally got what he wanted. Like these people, if you just hang around yeah, enough man. and you marry the right daughter, <laughs> uh, you, can, you can save your father's name. Yeah, honestly, it's weird. I think it's funny that he's mad. It's like, okay, fine. If Paul's getting out, then you got to get Ken out as well. All right, you got to get my buddy Ken. Easy. <laughs> we we miss the sort of yeah. We miss the early sugar babes days of Trump's administration. We had all these cracking characters that he then sacked off after a year. I know, I know. They really burned through them. They were really um. Oh, those were the good days. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm over it. I'm got. Um. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I'm glad. It's <laughs> uh, yeah, was, I'm uh, noticing. I was enjoying a lot of alliteration. A, a lot of alliteration. Ken Curson, Chris Christie, mm-hmm. Sean Spicer. They all had a bit of punch. There's also just regular scumbag politicians, the likes of uh, Chris Collins, Steve Stockman. The alliterations continue. You can't have anyone. Oh <laughs> you can't. Steve Stockman. That's funny. He's not even in stocks. Uh, David Copperfield, uh, Martin Chuzzlewitz. <laughs> uh, Elliot uh, Broidy um, has been embroiled in um, <laughs> some stuff. And basically, yeah, people who've pulled Trump moves. Uh, so he, he burned through those. That's pretty, that's kind of classic branding. I feel like that was more of a branding exercise. Yeah. What I like is when they get a bit more experimental with the Trump brand, with some of the later other people that he pardoned, which we'll focus on now. You know what, we'll start with, who we also mentioned, Lil Wayne, um, who Lil Wayne is really who was uh, pardoned and then released a terrible song about it uh, straight after. Um, Lil Wayne and Kodak Black were two rappers. Uh, is it the first song about being pardoned by the president of the United States? He doesn't even really address. <laughs> I it. can only assume he just kind of. It's like I had to get out and and stuff um, because he pleaded guilty to having illegally carried a gold-plated forty-five caliber Glock handgun and ammunition as a felon while traveling on a private jet in twenty nineteen. Which says he pleaded guilty, but I feel like it's really hard. It sounds almost like a brag. It's like, yeah, I got it. I got a, <laughs> I got a gold-plated forty-five caliber. Yeah, that's what lawyers call a humble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
you take it, but uh, you're really you're really glad to. That's also a species of crime known as a trump. <laughs> like that is a specific. You have a gold plated weapon. I feel like that's really Trump. That's all he heard when it was like you know apparently Brett yeah. Berish of uh, the CEO of Sovereign Brands was championed Lil Wayne, and I feel like he was like, look, he was caught with a gold gun, and now he's in jail, and he's like, that's sick. He has a gold gun. Get out of here. I love gold. Can you show it to me? Can I hold, I hold it? it? No, you, if I can hold the gun. Can I get out again? What if Lil Wayne said, yeah, but then he showed up and he was like, look, you look with your eyes. <laughs> Trump didn't even get the hold oh, of the gun. I got his, 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 his McDonald's stained fingers all over my gold gun. I'm really I'm annoyed. Uh, similarly for Kodak Black, less interesting, but he, he, uh, he made false statements by a firearm uh, and has been... Uh, pardoned, but um, I want to move on to the... He made false statements via firearm. He made false statements while applying for a firearm. Sorry. Oh, okay. I thought he said via firearm. <laughs> he put a gun to someone's head and lied. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to shoot you. And then that was... <laughs> Back. False statements. He shot a lie into the wall. <laughs> of the it took a lot of bullets, I'll tell you. He took he had a lot around. He added a zero to his Okay, network. just finish the end lie. clip. <laughs> I need the... <laughs> Um, but now we move on to the wild card segment of Trump's pardons, uh, starting, kicking it off with the wildest one. Alfred Lee Crum was, a, was uh, pardoned. The 89-year-old from Muskogee pleaded guilty to helping his wife's uncle illegally distill moonshine in 1952 when he was 19 years old. He served three years of probation and paid a $250 fine, um, which is, if you're interested, $2,000 in today's money. <laughs> Because this was in the <laughs> Why? He doesn't. I don't what? know. What? Why? I've... Why? Do we know why? I, well, I, I read know? around it to try and find it, and that no one seems to know what he does other than I. he was championed by some senators who supported it. It's one of those ones which just stuff falls through the cracks, I guess. It seems like justice was served. Like he was on three years of probation. Maybe he was having trouble getting hired, but. 89 he clearly got by it's kind of it's so weird and sorts of nothing crime it's kind of sick it's kind of yeah i mean we should say that is a stupid law and uh it's very difficult in america to get hired as an ex-con um uh, so i would say free everyone who's brood yeah yeah he's clearly done he doesn't need to get hired anymore he's 89 and so this really is it this is what i mean about officially that guy didn't commit a crime now yeah i I don't know this is how insane legal fictions are because it's like a pure point of justice (laughs) right trump who cares about nothing has just rewritten the record of this guy's life and now we all have to acknowledge actually he didn't do anything i think trump just wanted Um, the moonshine as well I think he's just, he's like, can you hook me up with the, the moonshine? <laughs> what if he goes back to jail immediately? <laughs> he gets cool again. He's like, all right, this time, I can't, I don't know if Biden's going to pardon you on this one, King. I'll I don't just... know. <laughs> I just can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> what if he, yeah, he brews some for Biden. He's so confident in his moonshine. He's like, let this president. Biden probably, it's gonna... the same age range and the same vibe of Biden's of Biden's brand that he probably bought the moonshine. He probably like I can imagine Biden in a speech referencing when he met a brewer of in Muskogee who had moonshine. You're so right. That's <laughs> that's so true. Because maybe that's what Trump's trying to do. Maybe he's trying to get in on the Biden gift. <laughs> because yeah, there was a guy and he had it in his bag. And it tasted like rocket fuel. <laughs> I love it. That's a Biden story. That's not a Trump story. Trump's never had moonshine. 
it would it would burn his skin. He wants right some off. molasses on his on his ill-formed sentences. He doesn't want the the dynamism of his previous stuff. If you can make it sound like every Biden speech, or you know, at least in the run-up, is like a, is like him trying to tell the plot of a Coen Brothers movie half remembered. <laughs> oh my god, you're exactly that's it. It's your uncle who's trying to get it up on IMDb. Yeah, yeah. And... <laughs> He's like, I was in a chain gang once, and we. We recorded a song. We recorded a song. A hat, a hat floating through the through the forest, and uh, and there were women, beautiful women, <laughs> and uh, there's literally moonshine. And I buried the and I buried the box in the snow, and I was drunk through the snow because you know those cold Fargo winners, you know they and he's yeah all of that. You need a big coat, <laughs> <laughs> and by God, you'll have them. America will have those big coats. <laughs> anyway, the uh, the the other person I, I would like to to dwell on is Anthony Lewandowski, who had been sentenced in August 2020 for 18 months in prison after pleading guilty to inappropriately downloading trade secrets from Google's self-driving car operation Waymo when he was an engineer. He also then went on to a job at Uber. In the White House statement, said notably, his sentencing judge called him a brilliant, groundbreaking engineer that our country needs. Uh, he went on to find found his own startup, which was then bought by Google in 2011, um, at Google, he helped to develop driverless cars until 2016, and then he left, and he later admitted to downloading more than 14,000 Google files to his personal laptop. And then the, whether any secrets from those files made their way into Uber's self-driving technology became the center of a bitter legal battle between the two tech giants that resulted in a $245 million settlement for Google's self-driving spin-off Waymo and criminal prosecution for Lewandowski. The main takeaway for me from this is, haven't Uber drivers been through like enough? They're already treated like such <laughs> shit, and now they literally have to look technology in the face is is coming for their job, right? That's what the that's kind of what I'm thinking, right? Yeah, yeah. We're talking about the most precarious people in the history of the world, and now we're we're edging in. Just maybe, what if we? Uh, what if we? <laughs> you don't really like driving, do you? Go on, go on. When you ever be at home, <laughs> they live the past of workers' discrimination and the future of workers' discrimination at once. They're like, oh yeah, you have to wash exactly. up in different yeah. bathrooms to our executives. Um, also, no <laughs> healthcare. Also, and then also, robot is going to do your job. No, robot. Um, I want to see the robot scrub the seats. The robots can't can't scrub the my friend's vomit off the seatbelt. <laughs> I refuse to accept them. Oh man, imagine that's your job. Like, oh yeah, I'm the Uber technician. I I, scr- I, I scrub the the mucus and the blood and stuff off of the car seat because it's very good. I went to a uh, I went to MIT. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very. They're smart actually going to introduce this. It's a baby driver feature of the robot where it'll drive like baby <laughs> driver to get you where you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> the robot just does it. It's just like all the old fashioned, right? But I'd prefer if it was a literal robot driver, not like an AI, but like a robot at the I wheel. Like, hey, do you want some exactly. refreshments at the back? <laughs> Would you like a phone charger? <laughs> if you have Bluetooth, you can sing it up to me, and I will sing the songs from my mouth. All right, mate. Do you mind if I change it to LBC? <laughs> <laughs> We've programmed our Uber drivers with the same opinions as Uber drivers currently. I'm not saying I hate them. I just... Oh, God. (laughs) Talk radio isn't as bad as people say. It is worthwhile (laughs) hearing these opinions. He's saying what they're... Oh, she's hot. I'm going to give her the... (laughs) Oh, dear. No. Um, Just quickly, uh, to go back to Lewandowski, one weird thing is that he founded this uh, self-driving car company, but he also... (laughs) 
established a church focused on the realization, acceptance, and worship of a godhead based on artificial intelligence developed through computer hardware and software. The website for the Way of the Future Church appears to have become defunct at some point in March or April 2020. Uh, he just kind of lost track of the admin there, of his of his, <laughs> of his computer god church. Oh, I forgot my password for my, my robot cult website. I wonder if it was like oh. a the- theological argument. It was like, we don't need to program the computer to do stuff. He's our god. He will. He moves in mysterious ways. <laughs> so weird. What is that? This guy? Burying the lead of it. He should be in jail for that. <laughs> the realization, acceptance, and worship of a godhead based on artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> acceptance is great. <laughs> all right, we've had our day. I think. I think we can all agree that the robots who play chess are going to be in charge oh soon. Oh my enough, god! So let's accept that and let's worship them as best. I they don't can. trust. I don't like that the guy doing driving cars is also worshipping them. <laughs> like, is also... Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Maybe Trump, yeah, maybe again, maybe Trump just wanted to meet the robot god. Maybe he was <laughs> like, hey, you know. Maybe this guy knows the scoop. Maybe I'll meet... Uh, maybe, maybe I can meet BBA. I, I wonder if... Maybe... <laughs> the robot guy. I wonder if... Maybe I can meet Wally. Maybe it's something like that, where it's like, he, he's towed such a fine line of being a Christian man. <laughs> if someone said... God, God, oh, it's a computer God now. Like, oh, yeah, big fan of computer God. Uh, go always worship <laughs> computer God. Uh, it's my favorite verse is the manual at this point. Um, He's faking it. Sorry, I was laughing at that, but I was also laughing at... Um, <laughs> meeting uh, Wally? I just, That's like a I, big thing. Yeah, I've got a, very, I've got a very concrete image that if Trump could, he would invite BB-8 to the White House. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining him BBA rolling through the door. <laughs> oh, you're very beautiful. You're looking very <laughs> nice today. Shaking his little hand. Oh. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, he's just like... Absolutely. If you did that, if you showed Trump the BB-8 puppet, he'd believe it was real. Oh, man, we're going to miss... You know, I know it's been bad, but... Uh... I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna miss those moments. I'm gonna miss the uh, the rare Trump moments where he uh, where he has no idea what's going he be, on. He just like I could probably kick you like a soccer. Huh? Just kind of <laughs> I could kick. You. I could dribble you. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. He. I could sit on you like an exercise ball. <laughs> just listening. That's a compliment. That's his version of a compliment. Yeah, just listing things you can do with orbs. Just thinking about Lewandowski being like this is. This is it. This is it. This is is our god now. I think you were giving the thumbs up in that in the in the movie, not not the not flipping him off in in that first movie. I think a lot of the media says you were flipping him off. I think I think I know it was a thumbs up, and and that's what they'll say. Yeah, they say it's a little finger that he's very rude. He's not rude. He's a nice boy. He's very nice. They'll take that and they'll run with it. You know, see you doing that once, and you know. but the final guy, the final uh, wild card, is a man named mm-hmm. Hillel Namad. Namad is a member of the Namad family dynasty and the son of art collector David Namad. And he was caught co-organizing an illegal gambling ring worth $100 million out of Trump Tower mm-hmm. in New York. He owned the entirety of the building's 51st floor, which reportedly cost a collective $21 million. Um, authorities raided... Uh, the Heli Namad Gallery in the Carlisle Hotel on New York's Madison Avenue in 2013, accusing the dealer of financing a high-stakes poker game and sports betting ring with suspected links to Russian organized crime figures. Those ties were never proven, although several others convicted in the case were Russian. 
<laughs> which is just like I love just because it's like they're not in the Russian mafia. They're they're all Russian, but they're they're Russians uh, doing crimes. Um, the initial um, charges concluded uh, include sorry racketeering, money laundering, and conspiracy. But the sole conviction was for operating an illegal gambling business. Again, Trump's just trying to trying to live it up. I feel like he's super down with all of that. He loves he loves. It's like this this list is like if. Uh... I feel we'd get the exact same role if we gave a, uh, if we gave Martin Scorsese the ability to power pardon mm-hmm. people, right? These are all like guys that Martin Scorsese reads the shit memoirs of, <laughs> like yeah, the movie yeah, 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 and it's like he's a fascinating character, and they're like, no, he's a fucking idiot. But you know, <laughs> that is definitely uh, he's infatuated. It is his vibe for sure, especially with the Russians. Uh, sorry, Namad said, I am grateful for the pardon, and no kidding, <laughs> and I look forward to continuing to give back to the community. Um, which he said in an email to Artnet News. Um, I'm assuming the community in question is the like Russians mainly. It's just that they'll be glad that they have a place to hang out in again. God, I hope there are pockets of the internet still like that. <laughs> Russians meet together. <laughs> There's hot Russians in your area, and they're gambling, uh, laundered money <laughs> with each other. They all have a theme, and the theme they're like his. Um, uh, I don't. I don't want to say this. They're like his Horcruxes, almost like different pieces of his, <laughs> of his, uh, of his. Um... Yeah, yeah, they've all got facets of his personality. They're like his Ocean's Eleven team. Oh wow, I'm very saying. classy. Like... <laughs> Referencing yeah. Scorsese and you know uh, whoever directed that one, <laughs> whose name escapes me. They're like a. I actually think they each correspond to an episode of The Odyssey. <laughs> uh... <laughs> You you joke that the, the Q is giving this out. He's saying all of the he's saying, and the finally uh, that's basically the whole list. But the final people who are pardoned from beyond the grave, which is meaningless to me, is uh, Susan B. Anthony, ja- Jack Johnson, and Zay Good. Jeffries. Jack Johnson, the, no, he's, the, he's a the, professional the boxer. Sorry, with the same name. <laughs> um, he will not be forgiven for the cringe that is the song uh, "Banana Pancakes" or whatever that shit. <laughs> Jack Johnson has been pardoned <laughs> for the Curious George soundtrack. Um, Did he do that? That's amazing. He was king of the world at one point, that fellow. On for some reason, we all forgot that there was easy listening music, so we just let him do whatever he wanted. But I think that'll about do us on this episode. Uh, this Minnesota, the first of maybe many, yeah. many minis. Coming I up. liked it. Um, I thought it was good. One and, du- one and done. We're just in and out. Not too bad. Not um, the Navy SEALs. <laughs> <laughs> don't a, ask don't tell there's a right uh, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> but uh if you are listening thanks so much for listening um we'll have a full episode out on our regular release day um soon but um it, but and please tune in thank you so much as always to josh Wrighton for our theme tune um you can thank check josh. out all his music stuff you follow us on all our social media if you just type in that's rich podcast you'll find most of it on our stuff and leave us a review on itunes it helps us find people thanks so much for listening bye bye